I do not buy dreams. I sell them. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Fred Johnson. It has been about, by my estimation, 47 weeks <laughs> since the last Flagrant Take podcast. So long that I don't even know if I'm still going to call this podcast the Flagrant Take podcast. And it's going to be for a number of reasons. Um, but I did know that I wanted to get back to this. Uh, it was therapeutic for me. And at least one of my friends thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, Megan. So I said, why not? Um, there's been a lot that's changed in these 47 weeks. I have become a father the second time over. The birth of my beautiful daughter, who is now not only teething, but has taken her first few steps. My son has started school. I am in a new career. And my wife is exhausted <laughs> dealing with all three of us. Um, I really didn't even know how to come back, what to even discuss, because when you have so many changes and you want to get back to doing something that you enjoy, you know, you recognize that the place you were in a year ago or even a couple of years ago or hell, even when the Flagrant Podcast, Flagrant Take Podcast started uh, with me and Jim you know, a part of the Almighty Baller Network. Uh, shout out to Jim. Shout out to Chris Axman. You know, at the time, it was just fun to talk basketball. And then, obviously, over time, there were different incarnations of the podcast, sports centric, and then curving more into an interview based podcast. And you would hear from the likes of good friends of mine, from Triggs to Matt Michael to people whom I admire in the entertainment field and Phil Henry and Kelly Collette and uh, then I would get the opportunity to interview somebody like Jason Love uh, who I am still extremely grateful for his time and and making himself available to come on to this podcast and still to this day is our most popular episode that reached uh, 26 different countries um, so again shout out to Jason Love but in any event, you know, it's tough to be entertaining when you're going through arguably one of the darkest periods of your time, but also when you don't even know how to entertain. And then I realized that I was going about it all wrong because whether you viewed the podcast as something entertaining or not, I just enjoyed the dialogue. And I think whatever value of entertainment or whatever, you know, more so of entertainment you got came from just the fact that I was all about having organic, free flowing conversation. And so it, instead of trying to entertain you, which I do hope that this will do over time and with the different guests that I'll eventually bring on. But more importantly, I just hope that it's something that helps you get through your day. You know, be it an episode that's 20 minutes, 25 minutes to some of the marathon episodes that I've been known to do in the past, which I promise may not be quite on hand for this incarnation of the podcast. But in any event, when you get on the microphone, you have to have something to say. Right. And so over this past year, you know, it's it's gone from and I will go back to the last episode in which I did. 
I believe at the time it was Anthony Wilson. I think I named the titles Samad the God, and we went through his trials and tribulations. And uh, Anthony was a good friend of mine for a time period, right? And, you know, I, I think there's no better place to start in regards to talking about evolution and change than something we could all possibly relate to, which is the people in which we keep, you know, the, the company we keep, I should say. Now, um, I've never been one to trash or dog out anybody. And I still think there's a conversation that needs to be had between myself and, and Samad. But what I will say is that when you're on a path of wanting to elevate yourself and in your life, if you're wanting to make a change, if you're trying to focus on you know, accomplishing greater than which you had ever achieved. And honestly, just finding yourself in a better place. It starts with the people that are around you and what value they bring to your life. And I had to start looking at people from the perspective of, are you a positive? Are you a negative? And are you a net neutral? You don't necessarily take away anything. You don't necessarily add anything. At the time when the podcast had ended, my daughter was born. And then I began real estate classes, right? And I know people get into real estate for a multitude of reasons. Um, but for myself, it was because I was tired of being an employee. I had no desire to ever be an employee again and I wanted to put myself in a position where I can eventually own my own business that I could potentially pass on to my children and would allow for my wife to be able to retire early so that was my focus and so I started those classes at the end of February and they concluded in mid-April and when I tell y'all that I bombed that exam the first time around I shouldn't have been granted the opportunity to retake the test. You had to fall within a certain percentage. And because I gave the number of questions I got right versus the percentage, <laughs> I was granted the opportunity to be able to retake it. And so I'm studying. I'm studying hard, man. I'm working my butt off, right? And I go back and I take this retake. And I failed it. But this time, I failed it by two questions there were four questions as I would take this class over again I realized that I missed right off the rip that if I had paid attention if I had studied harder I would have known those answers and wouldn't have to go through this class again right and for myself I'm very analytical I'm also very hard on myself I'm my toughest critic and so when I was evaluating what had gone wrong because I knew I wanted to I wanted to be in this career field, I had to realize, okay, when you had this opportunity, that mulligan to be able to take that that exam over again, what did you do that prepared you for it? And what could I have done better that would have allowed for me to be able to excel? <clears throat> so that weekend, it was Mother's Day weekend, as I was preparing for this retake, and, you know, very appreciative of my wife, Bridget, who's been on here a few times, and who you guys will hear on here in the future. Bridget rounds up our kids, 
And she says, I'm going to go to D.C. to allow for you to have a quiet weekend to be able to study. Thank you, baby. Appreciate it. Cool. So they take off Friday at 4.30, right? And so I proceeded that night to go hang out with Samad for a little bit. And uh, the next day, with it being Mother's Day weekend and him wanting to see his mother, I said, you know what, man? I got you. I'll, I'll take you down to Fayetteville, which is about a about an hour drive from where we're located, right? So we go down and we spend time with his, his lovely mother and his, you know, his, his awesome stepfather. And um, needless to say, long story short, I didn't focus like I needed to. And the fruits of that bore out when I would fail that exam, not just one time, but two times in the span of a month. And so, like I said, I would start the class back up again having to take it because it's mandatory in the state of North Carolina. You have to complete, I believe it's 75 hours uh, for the light, provisional broker licensing class. So I take it over again. And this time I eliminate as many distractions as possible, right? Social media, you turn the notifications off so you're not spending idle time on there too much. You even kind of go through that friends list because sometimes you find yourself wrapped up in other people's lives more than you need be. And you end up wasting and expending more energy than you need to on other people's lives. Right. And you do it because you, you care about these people. You genuinely love these people. Right. But you also realize that when I failed those exams, those two times, the people I was pouring so much of my energy into weren't reciprocating. They weren't giving that back, but there was no way in which they could. It wasn't on other people to help me pass this exam. It was on me to focus. And in order to do so, you know, you spend less time hanging out. You may not respond to the text message or the calls with the same uh, quickness or even frequency that you typically do. And, you know, over that time, you start to really realize, you know, what do these people offer? What are they bringing to the table? And as I would go through this class again pass it yay <laughs> pass the state exam great one of those individuals i noticed didn't even congratulate me in reaching this next step right i don't need to say who it was uh but i noticed that and you notice that when the people that you think are your friends and the people that you believe you care about don't celebrate your wins but will still ask you for things you realize that it's not you that they value even though you may value them they value what you can do for them and so you know this isn't something that's unique to myself I mean I had these conversations with with Alvin uh, Prince and Addy. With, with Matt Michael, you know, 
when you see these when you start to achieve the things you you set out to accomplish you realize that the people that you started with can't always make it to that next step and there's always that element of survivor's remorse because you never want to be the one that makes it seem as if you didn't appreciate them or you forgot about them but you also have to realize and take a take into account if they're not celebrating you and if they're not adding anything to your pursuit or adding anything of merit to your life they're of no positivity to you they're of no use to you and honestly you're of no use to them because even though I may do stuff for them I'm not helping them elevate to a better situation So I'm not adding anything to their life either. And so, you know, I had to learn that early lesson that over the course of ultimately wanting to be build an empire, right? And, you know, my name means peaceful ruler. And while I never got into Game of Thrones, I still dig the whole royal vibe. And, you know, I tend to talk and, you know, uh, hyperbole a lot but anyway you know as you're trying to build this empire for me it's owning my own business that I can eventually pass down to my kids and allowing for my wife to be able to retire right we already have this dream house picked out or at least this dream neighborhood so if you're wanting to achieve all of these things right you can't bring everybody with you not only that there is going to be friction there is going to be, I guess the best way to put it, my, my sister and good friend Teresa Porter said, you want enemies or an empire? You know, if you're worried about making enemies, you're going to always second guess. You're never really going to move with purpose because you're going to talk yourself out of it because you're going to be concerned with what everybody else may think about how you're moving or how you're executing your plan. And the one thing that's a, a guarantee in that situation is your plan will never be executed. Or you can build an empire and accomplish those things and recognize that, well, some cast members are going to change. It's just a part of life. And the thing that helped in regards to managing that feeling of survivor's, survivor's remorse or guilt or, or what have you, I was listening to the Sibling Rivalry podcast. Uh, Charlemagne the God and Angela Rye that they do together and they were talking about um, I guess what was covered in his recent therapy session where they were talking about the concept of mirrors people being mirrors in your life Um, you know for a lot of people you can see past versions of yourself and the mistakes in which you made and that sometimes can be catalyst enough for you to be able to turn things around mature evolve learn and move forward for others what was beneficial to me was recognizing that sometimes people are placed in your life at certain points in time to show you where you may be headed if you continue on and then it's going to be up to you to decide what you want out of life what you want for yourself and so 
I realized that maybe that's what that individual was. A mirror. An opportunity for me to see what I didn't want to be. Now to say that, that's tough. To say that, it's not, it's not to say that that person isn't a good person. But it's to say that I have ambition. And just because we may be cool and I love you, but if I don't see that ambition in you, I recognize that you're not the person I can have in my life. We can't be cool. We can't be cool. Because without ambition to me, you're just existing. You're not making an impact. You're not making change. You're just existing. And for me, I just believe there is more we are to not only get out of life, but there's more that we're supposed to put into. Not just our lives, but affect change in the lives of the people who watch us, the people who know us, and the people who love us. And so, you know, I'm not one to be preachy at all. I just... and and. Wanting to come back in this format, I wanted to make sure that there had to be something that I left behind. You know, yeah, we can, we're going to joke around, we're going to have fun, we're going to hear other people's testimonies, their lives. I want to hear, you know, from people that I admire greatly. I want to hear from people I may even have differing opinions from but you know this show regardless of the title (laughs) because it could very well change but um, I want you to get something out of it right and so you know as I share the different you know ups and downs of what I may encounter or even just occurrences You know, as a father, as a husband, as somebody entering a new career and and honestly, just somebody who goes through life just like you do. And so my hope is that that's the common bond in which we can have. And I want to find a way to be able to interact with the people who listen regularly. And, you know, I want to make sure that we have that open line of dialogue because I don't want this to be a one way street. You know, I want to learn from you and hopefully you learn something from me. If nothing else, we just get to share experiences. But in any event, guys, you know, I apologize for the long delay. (laughs) 47 weeks was extremely too terribly long, but it was necessary. And while, you know, I can say that it will not be another 47 weeks before the next episode comes out. Who knows if it'll be next week? You know, I'm kind of your pod with benefits. You know, we don't, there's no commitment here. We just, you know, we get together when we get together. We see each other when we see each other. And then we have fun, you know. And then, you know, you subscribe. And then the next episode pops up. And then, bam, it's right there. Hey, and it's like, oh, man, Fred got something to say. Let me check him out. So, (laughs) you know, you know. I'll be back around, and in the meantime, man, just uh, just continue your pursuit, 
continue to execute your game plan. And if you have people in your life that aren't adding to it, it's okay to cut it loose. If you're giving more than you're getting. And it's not harsh. And you're not being selfish. You're being productive. And I hope all you guys have a great week. I have not checked the score in the Bengals game, but I will assume they'll lose. I hope to have my good friends Daddy-O and Haji on here. We're probably going to have some Bengal talk. little therapy session maybe at the end of the year when they may be winless and, and looking to draft Tua from Alabama. Um, and, and trust me, as this Lakers season unfolds, I am going to be back to talking all my Lakers trash talk because I, I finally feel like I can after seven years. So um, you guys have a great week. Thank you for listening. Uh, available on SoundCloud, iTunes, like, rate, subscribe, comment, and I will see you when I see you. Take care, everybody. I do Peace. not. Bad dreams. I sell them.